The Fellowship of Christian Athletes presents Sharing the Victory with University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. One of the all-time great coaches in the history of any sport in this nation is Bobby Bowden, the head football coach at Florida State University. Coach Bowden, it is always a pleasure to have you on. Ron, it's good to talk to you. You and I go way back, Coach, uh, those Great games, Florida State versus Nebraska over the years, and uh, you versus Tom Osborne as head coaches. And, Coach, you know, over the, over the years, the great career that you've had, not only at Florida State, West Virginia, and a variety of other places, how have you been able to stay at it for so long, so many years, with the energy and the punch that you seem to have? Well, you know, that's, that is a good question. I get asked that a lot because this next year will be my 56th year hmm. of college coaching. And for some reason, I've never had a desire to quit, you know it? Mm-hmm. And yet, my days are numbered, Ron. You know, it's not going to last forever. And, but, uh, I, you know, every season we go into, I look forward to it. I get excited about it and, and really enjoy working with these kids and trying to win ball games. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, you're one of the most renowned leaders in, uh, of, of any profession in this country. 56 years at anything is uh, ready for the Guinness Book of World Records, it seems like. That's a long time. But, Coach, uh, I've heard one person define leadership as the ability to solve problems. I know yeah. that's not the essence of – that is part of leadership. It's not all of leadership. Yeah, that's but big, though. you've had to solve a lot of problems. You know, you've had some difficult things that have happened to you personally – family situations, but you've also had to go through issues with players on your team, NCAA rules situations. How do you handle the ups and downs? I mean, not only the national championships, but the low points. I mean, what keeps you going through all of that? Well, you know, I think, again, that's where your faith can really help you. You know, uh, if you have a belief in a higher being and realize that God is in control and uh, keep things in perspective uh, and realize this is going to happen. It's going to happen to us. It's going to happen to others. You know what? And, and I think you're correct. I think a leader must be able to solve problems. And if he, if he can't, he ain't going to be a leader. I mean, he, uh, usually the CEOs and the presidents are guys that know how or at least have to solve the problems. You know what? Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of praying. You know what? I do a lot of praying, man, asking God to give me wisdom mm-hmm. that I do the right thing. You know what? And then formulate a plan of what needs to be done or what you can do. Because a lot of times you can't do a doggone thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, formulate what you can do, and then 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 go ahead and do it. You know, uh, Coach Bowden. One of the things that seems to be really difficult for a leader is that, you know, you look at yourself at Florida State. There are so many people that you're in charge of. I mean, yeah. not only yeah. those football players, but you got a whole program there, yeah. and, and really you got fans and alumni, folks, and and all kinds of people, media people, breathing down your back and everyone yeah. else's back on that team. And I, I've often thought, you know, your job as a football coach is similar to what Jesus had to go through. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that he was representing that don't always uh, get on the same plan. No, that's exactly right. And I think you're going to find that out. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you found it out, and I found it out, and I guess most Christians have found it out. When you become a Christian, you're, you're going to have somebody after you because yeah, you're going to have people that don't want you to be a Christian and don't like you being a Christian and they're going to try to prove that you're really not a Christian, you know. Hmm. So you're going to get tested. We're going to get tested. And, uh, again, all we do is put our faith in Christ and realize, realize what he went through. Good gracious alive. Here, here's a perfect man hmm. that had to be crucified on a cross, had to be whipped, whipped till his body was torn to pieces, and he didn't deserve it. And so you just kind of use that as a guide as say, look, this can happen to anybody that's a Christian. By that I mean difficulties and problems are going to occur, 
and God help me through it. God help me through it. You know, and he and he will. Oh yeah, and and, and coach, I, I really appreciate how you have turned to the Lord. We're talking to Bobby Bowden, the head football coach at Florida State University. Coach Bowden, I mean, when Jesus had to deal with guys like Judas, yeah. but not only did he have to deal with Judas, who eventually left the whole the whole plan, but but Peter. His main yeah. man, yeah. you know, God, and and and, God, and Jesus knew ahead of time that Peter was going to fail, and yet sure. he chose him anyhow. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit, Coach, about just the grace that you've had to extend to people around you when things don't always go right, and giving people second chances. I know that's something head coaches get challenged on. When do you draw the line? When does a player have to leave the program? When can he stay, and, and how do you give him another chance? What, what's your thought process through that? Well, now you can see uh, through my, my thinking of, of giving second chances, you can see me trying to be a Christian, you know. I mean, Jesus forgave many people. Mm-hmm. Christians forgive other people. And, uh, and so I've always used that principle wherever I've coached. Mm-hmm. I feel like these young men, that are going to be like I was when I was in college, when I was young, that I was going to make mistakes, and thank goodness somebody gave me another chance, you know. Mm-hmm. But now, Ron, as you know, being a coach of this many guys, you can't do that forever. I mean, I can't let a guy do wrong and then wrong and then wrong right. and then wrong. I'd be willing to forgive him for that, but you got 85 other guys watching to see what you're going to do. Right. So my boys know, and, and, and their parents know, I'm going to do everything I can to save your son, to keep your son in school. And, and uh, here's what people don't understand, Ron because I've got the reputation of being too lenient. Hmm. They think just because I don't kick them off a team, I don't do nothing. Uh-huh. Well, I do do something. I punish them, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a lot of ways to discipline a young man. Rather than kick him off a team, you can take away his food. You say, okay, you pay for your food, hmm. uh, or you pay for your housing, or I'll see you at 6 o'clock in the morning. This week we're going to run up down those stadium steps every morning at 6 o'clock. But there are other ways to discipline the kids, which I will do, if I can. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally, as you hinted at a while ago, a kid will make do something so bad, I can't do anything about You know, right. I mean, I've, I've had kids that made mistakes, uh, shooting a gun in a house and with people in there and being arrested for it. Well, well I couldn't help him. I mean, that's uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to have to go to jail. You know, right, right. And, uh, and I hate it, though. I, I hate it when I can't help him. But I'm going to help him if I can. You know, uh, I've, some, somebody asked me a question one time. Why do you give second chances? And I said, well, don't you read the Bible? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I said, don't you read the Bible, man? And uh, so anyway, I'm going to do it when I can because, Ron, we don't need to be throwing these kids back out on the street. Right. That's our problem now, the poor kids. You know, the biggest breakdown we've got in our society today to me is the family. Right. You know, so many of these young men do not have a mother and a daddy. Mm-hmm. They'll have one of them missing. They might have both of them missing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then the absence of the man in the home, the absence of the man in the home, the mother takes a different approach than the father. Let me give you an example. As I've gone through my life, one of the biggest mistakes I made that I, I, it might have been God's plan, I don't know. But when I graduated from high school, I went to the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. I got so homesick. I got so I missed my girlfriend. I had a girl, Ann and I, we'd been dating for a couple of years, and I was in love with her. I got so homesick. Mm-hmm. And I'd call home, you know, mother, oh, mama, I want to come home. I don't want to be away, you know, this, that. And what would Mama do? Oh, son, you come on home. Mm-hmm. Oh, you come on home. You know, now she just said, you better stay down there like you're supposed to. Now, when I asked my daddy, he'd say, hey, you get yourself back down there and do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, now, now these young men, 
they go to college or they you know, have a rough time or something, they call mama. Mama takes up for them, defends them, blames the coaches. Come on home. You know, where if he had a daddy there, his daddy would say, son, you get down there and do what you're supposed to. It's just the difference between a man and a woman, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But so many of these kids don't have that, and I just I feel so sorry for them. Well, you know, Coach, I, I certainly uh, agree with you on that. And, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, when our teenage boys – mess up in our homes, yeah. first thing we don't do is think about kicking them out the house. That's exactly right. You now, know, we, we keep them there and discipline them. You know, that's that's exactly, that has gone through my mind so many times. Mm-hmm. And I've asked, uh, at times, I've asked people that complain about it, I say, well, look, if it had been your son, what would you have wanted me to do? You know, that puts a little different spin on it. Oh, yeah. Coach Bowden, uh, you've coached for i believe like six decades now you've you've yeah. spanned over six decades right what have you seen i i, I hear that question a lot because i'm at four decades now but but you've been at six decades what have you seen personally in terms of how the culture has changed for these young boys over the years that's a good question ron and i've answered that nationally i mean i've been on uh, national radio joe paterno and i were hooked up when we both got into the hall of fame we were hooked up all over the nation on radio, and we were asked that question. They asked Joe first, Joe, you've been coaching 50-something years. What changes have you seen in young men? And, of course, Joe gave his answer. And then they asked me that. Well, I was ready for it. I was ready for it. I said, these boys haven't changed at all. They haven't changed at all. I said, the people have changed their parents. I said, their parents have quit raising them. The parents are running off having a good time and leaving those kids at home. Kid gets out of school at 3 o'clock and goes home. Nobody's there. He can go do anything he wants to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, I said the parents are the ones that have changed. I said, these boys walk in my office, and a kid stands before me today. Now, now I just picture 1952 when I first started coaching. A boy walks in my office, and I talk to him. Now, 2009, mm-hmm. a kid walks in my office. Same bright eyes, same smile on his face, same innocence, you know, Got problems and needs help. Always dressed different. His, his hair is longer. He's got earrings. Uh, he, he wears his underwear on the outside instead of the inside. You know <laughs> it, that that has changed. But the boy is still basic the same. Mm-hmm. But when you when they come to you, Ron, and have had no discipline at home, have had nobody to guide them and direct them and discipline them, then we coaches have got to be their daddy. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell my coaches. Man, we might be the closest thing to a daddy he gets. You know what? And we have got to take that responsibility. You know, Coach, what I hear you saying is basically the problems are the same yeah. when you look at the, the inner core of, of, of people. Yeah. But also the, the Scriptures teach us that the answer is the same because yeah. the, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, Amen, today, boy. and forever. That's, that's something, Ron, that, that people forget. Times have changed. Facilities have changed. Countries have changed. World power has changed. But God has not changed. Hmm. The same rules that he gave us uh, three, 4,000 years ago are just as true today as they were then. Now, let me give you an example. Second Chronicles 7:14, when God said, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them from heaven, and I will forgive them their sins, and I'll heal their land. Now, if there's anything else America needs right now, any more than that, I don't know what it is. And that was given us to us 3,500 years ago. Wow. Well, words of wisdom from uh, 
one of the greatest head coaches of all time, Florida State University football coach Bobby Bowden. And Coach Bowden, it's always a pleasure. I mean, you're you're loaded with wit and color, but you're also loaded with wisdom and depth because of your relationship with Jesus Christ. And we just we're going to continue to pray for you that God would keep you going on as long as He wants you. You're kind of a modern day Moses today, uh, leading the way for uh, for many folks. Well, I thank you, Ron, and I'll I'll never forget the time I tried to hire you down here, <laughs> but you were making so darn much money I couldn't get you. And and me and you would have had some fun, man. But anyway, I sure appreciate that. But it's uh, I'm so proud of what you're doing. Well, Lord bless you, Coach Bowden. Thanks for being with us. That's Coach Bobby Bowden, head football coach at Florida State, with us and sharing the victory. More interviews can be found at fcapodcasting.com. That's fcapodcasting.com. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Victory.